1: Hey all, you're listening to the world's team on blogging the boys network and partnership of sb nation i am paul stewart and i am joined by my fellow
2: uk cowboy mike poland how are we doing brother yeah all good bro it's just a another day when it's me and you talking <laughs> i know we just cannot get separated shall we
0: <laughs> i know
2: we chase each other everywhere
1: don't we Matt? i know i know yeah guys so um meg is unfortunately not here this week but she will be back so and mike has kindly came onto the show to discuss uh quite a few things in this episode of the world's team uh as we're leaving a uh, one step closer to train counters we're exactly that days four days to training camp so yeah. we're almost there ladies and gentlemen So, and also, unfortunately, we do not have subtitles for this audio podcast, (laughs) which is not going to be possible, but we will try (laughs) our
2: best to talk as clearly as possible for all you listeners out there. Yeah. And especially, like, if we get, like, too natural as we normally talk with each other and, like. You know, like the crazy banter that goes on between us, and then all of a sudden it spirals out of control.
1: Yeah, it would it would literally sound like two Formula One car engines talking to each other, pretty much.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah, Actually,
1: I guess that's one way of saying it. But anyway, <laughs> folks, yes. Yeah, so, like I said, it's four that da- is four days to training camp, aka Dak Days, and well, mm. what's kind of happened just recently? um obviously leading up to train camp news has been kind of a little bit still mate then the media just imploded i would like to say in regards (laughs) to our
2: right guard zach martin yeah yeah as you say you know it's it's the quiet media time and everyone's anticipating for training camp so like it, it, everyone's eager for news. Everyone's wanting to see some actual, real football. See the Cowboys press conferences. See it all going on, and it's like this comes, and it's like, ooh, and it kind of gets a little bit magnified because of it. Um, you know, this is it is the time of year for it. It happens every year. It happens all the time. Um, but in terms of Zach Martin, if he wants his money, I say pay the guy, pay the man
1: totally No, I totally agree. I mean, we had a good in-depth discussion the other day with a fellow UK cowboy, Graham Wilson, uh, mm-hmm. on Thursday night um, talking about Zach Martin. And we were kind of talking about what he's currently on just now and mm-hmm. compared to other players in the NFL are more higher paid. And I believe was, one of them was Lindstrom and yeah. was one, one other player. So he is the third highest paid as of right now. But when you really do look in consideration, Zach Martin should still always will be should be paid as the highest paid player. Because he is an eight-time Pro Bowler. He's only missed the Pro Bowl once and it's mm-hmm. own career. He's a six-time... Uh, so he's six-time first-team All-Pro, all two-time second-team All-Pro, and he's already in the two, uh, 2010... Um, all decade team and he's still (laughs) actively playing and he's only 32 years old
2: Yeah and you know as we were saying there's offensive linemen in the Hall of Fame that have accomplished a lot less than what Zach Martin has which is just crazy to say I think it's quite safe to say
1: he's pretty much doubled up this Hall of Fame career I would say when you put when you put all those statistics in paper like that and if it wasn't for zach martin really like especially in that 2020 season
2: mm.
1: we, we would have probably been in a much more worse of state like we probably had to draft we were probably drafted in the 2021 season a lot more lower or those type of things so um but yeah like and with regards to Zach Martin, like he's the ultimate professional, and he's not really the type of guy that stands out in social media per se. Like,
2: yeah.
1: like he doesn't like he's a well quiet family man, a such a like well respected individual, and just great with the fans. Like I've had a I've had the honor of meeting him back in twenty seventeen at a meet and greet, and he was just a great guy. So. <laughs> Um, I mean, for me, he deserves every penny. And and here's the question I've got for you in regards to this. Like, so people are saying, why should we give site Martin, well, not, there's no question that we should give site Martin a new contract, but mm. the question is, is the age. Yeah. So the question with the age, I will kind of put a discussion in. I'm kind of looking into the discussion of, well, look at Andrew Whitworth, what he's done. Or Jason Peters, for example. Yeah. When they were at their age at the age of 32, they were pretty much in their primes at that age <laughs> as well. And and they those two guys have had injuries over the course of their careers, like spanning like almost 20 years in the NFL. Sam Martin's played consecutively, pretty much. I think he's only like came off the field during the game and been rested for one or two games at the tail end of the season to save them for playoff games. I think that's roughly about it. So I think the question is do you think age is any issue at all?
2: It is tricky to say because you never know when the decline's gonna happen. And once you get into this sort of age bracket, you're kind of playing with bonus i if you like, um, especially offensive linemen, defensive linemen, or, or you know, on both sides. It it gets a bit finicky here, but it is possible, like you say, you've given two examples uh, of players going, you know, far into the 30s, uh, and still being able to play at a high level. Um, in some cases, like we with, with win a Super Bowl. Um, so it, it can be done, but there was whispers, uh, and this is something we talked about. It was whispers, whether, how, you know, how much water is, is, you know, being held with this. But there was talk that Zach Martin was kind of contemplating retirement. And I wonder if he's just like pushing this to be like, listen, I don't know how much longer I got there, but if you make it worth a while, I will continue to play and do so at, at the best level I can. And perhaps this is what it is. And he just wants a little bit more guaranteed money before it, the whole NFL career thing gets wrapped up.
1: Yeah, and, that, and that's a good point that you mentioned, because I do believe his base salary for this year is very, very low, I believe. Oh, yeah,
2: it's not much. Because, obviously, they keep, they've keep they kept it on... Um, uh, you know messing around with the contract to try and free up cap space in the end this is the sort of effect that it has because obviously you 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 front you end up keeping on front loading they get the more guaranteed money that year and that's what this is boiled down to so in one sense people will say oh listen you've signed the contract deal with it but in another sense things it's a 6 year contract things change very rapidly in the NFL and you know, Martin is just like saying, look, I'm the best offensive lineman in the league. Pay me as such. Um, you know, when you look at everything that's going to be happening with the offensive line this year and next year, um, you kind of, you don't want to be losing pieces, especially something that is as dynamic and productive as that mine. Yeah,
1: no, I totally, I totally, I totally agree with you on that. So, but with that being said, um, other news has been happening, and it's not necessarily related to the Cowboys, but it is related to the NFC East. So, um, former Dallas Cowboys player Cole Beasley has joined yeah. our rivals, the New York Giants. Mm. So,
2: what are your thoughts on that? and <laughs> um... It'd be interesting to see if he puts a post up about what the Giants practice facility is like. Oh my goodness. Yeah,
1: I do <laughs> I, I do remember that. Like, <laughs> like I I don't want to hate on Cole too much. Like when I like again, I've met Cole Beasley in person. I thought he was a nice guy. Like I still think he is. I just think how he went about as he left <laughs> Dallas to say that the Star in Frisco is nothing compared to the facility in Buffalo was a bit. <laughs> I was like nah like and the pitchers didn't really even justify as his, his feet well not his feet, but his argument pretty much so yeah you got a lot of backlash from that from he did, yeah not just not just from Cowboys fans but from quite a lot of fans it's like are you meaning to tell me that a brand new I don't know how much is worth Jerry Jones money worth new facility with all the late st- state-of-the-art uh, equipment, training, medical facilities, med- medical staff, recovery, <laughs> everything. And you're meaning to tell me where this facility is still it is still better, which to be fair, the, the Buffalo Bills facility has been going, it's still the same for, uh, I don't know how it's been there, like <laughs> a long time, pretty much. So... Yeah. I think the argument for that is uh, it's a bit of a lost cause, but yeah, I I do tend to think that with Cole Beasley coming to the Giants, I don't think he's. Mm-hmm. Really, I don't know if he's just going to be there for train camp. while he make the roster? I mean, he's thirty-four years of age now. He's definitely. Yes. He had a good wee run at Buffalo. I will give him that. He did like have another sprint with another team at one point at Tampa Bay. Um, yeah. Then he. Got a couple of passes from Brady there and there, but other than that, he wasn't really, like, yeah, he's now, like, he's a player that's definitely on the decline, but in terms of what can he do for a team like New York, you can definitely give him some options, for sure. He's still a weapon. Whether he's going to be as effective as he was back when he was at Dallas or Buffalo, that remains to be seen.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I do think that with... His knowledge of Dallas is a wee bit. That's the I, thing. That's the well. Thing. Well, I will say though, Mike. I think his knowledge is going to be very outdated.
2: It, it is a different coach's staff, and
1: but there is some plays that were there. Yeah, like, like, he can he, like yeah, he, he can you can tell like the defense like certain reads from Dak or something like that are like Dak's mm-hmm. traits or something like that, but. That was way back in 2019 since he last threw a ball at him. Yeah. So that's been nearly four years now. So a lot has changed in those years. Dak's game has changed over those years. Those traits have changed over those years. So I don't think he's going to be offering that much knowledge or that much information to the Giants to in order to disrupt Dak in any way. And especially with the Giants' defense, who do have questions still.
2: Certainly in the secondary, yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, but yeah, um, so and and also in other news, um, the Washington Commandos have now officially got new owners, and a a news report has now came out and saying that they're already planning next year for two thousand and twenty-four. To rename the franchise. Oh, God. So it's it feels like, I, in a way, I'm. I know there are rivals, Mike. I know there are rivals. Yeah, of but course. I, I do really start to feel bad for the fans a little bit because yeah, they're the ones are paying the money, paying mm-hmm. the jerseys, etc. But at the same time, I can't help but
2: laugh. It is a crazy turn. As you say, the ones, you know, we're all football fans first, yeah? Uh, and then you're a team fan. So you you never want to see a team, even Washington, you know, go in the direction they have. Um, as you say, because mostly you feel for the fans, because you just like, you put yourself in, you know, it, it, you put yeah, yourself in those shoes. Yeah, if it was in our yeah, shoes, oh, we would be getting
1: our yeah. torchlights lights and pitchforks at... Jerry Jones right now, if he was changing so many radical things, changing the team name, um, all the speculation under the owners and stuff like that, yeah, we would yeah. be irate. So I don't
2: blame them for that. But but just give me your yeah. general thoughts on this. It, 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 it is it is wild to see it all. But, I mean, you know, this is a good move for Washington because it gets rid of all the problems and issues um, that they've been having under Schneider because um, it's fair to say he's not the football mind guru um, Washington need. And and me and you have spoken about this before. You've got to think as well, it's Washington. This is the, the capital of America. There's no bigger spotlight theoretically. Theoretically, there's no bigger spotlight than what should be Washington. And they're one of the hardest teams to watch at the moment, especially with all the controversy that's been surrounding the team the last couple of seasons.
1: Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you, man. Totally
2: agree. Yeah, it's just wild. But, hey, eh, let's see what the, this move makes. Yeah. Maybe they'll have a... Maybe, and, and another thing that the team, the, the new owners, will need to do is definitely fix FedEx Field.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and especially for tra- traveling Cowboys fans, I've heard nothing but just bad reviews of the experience being at FedEx Field where the stadium is falling apart. It's not being reinvested. It's not given a, a fan experience away. Like, it's not being maintained and stuff like that. It's just... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I from that... So, in a way, it affects... Not just Washington fans, but it does affect all the other teams in the NFL especially if you're yeah. especially if you're a fan traveling on the road so in a way it's a good thing for everyone the fact that Schneider has gone they've got new owners and mm. they're going to reinvest into the team but it also means that fans are are willing to actually travel more to the capital a lot more for that reason as yeah well. So, but yeah, um, but yeah, folks, that's the the main latest news. But I want to kind of discuss about as we're kind of leading up to training camp. Um, something just kind of popped in my mind. Regards to this, okay. we've got a, quite a an extensive line of players that are going to be free agents for next year. So, as it stands right now. We've got Tony Pollard, Stephen Gilmore, Dorn Armstrong, Tyron Smith, Jamin Kers, Jordan Lewis, Terrence Steele, Malik Hooker, Dante Fuller, Trayvon Diggs, CJ, Jonathan Hankins, Tumor Edoga, Ronald Jones II, Trent Segg, the long snapper, Neville Gallimore, yes. Ben banagu, <laughs> Rico <laughs> Dowdo, Will Greer, tie- and Sean McEwen, Tyler Bayadish, and Malik, mm-hmm. yes. So, so all those players are are much <laughs> up for new contracts, essentially. Yeah. So what I'm gonna start this conversation based on is like, what players really need to stamp their 40 to really like, or sorry, how would I rephrase this? What does the Cowboys need to do first to secure certain players to kind of keep the the boat flowing? Because there's no way we're going to keep all of these players on the roster.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you you break it down into three categories, I think, when you look at the free agency. And I'll put them in order. It's defensive back, uh, then it's offensive line, then it's running back. Um, Because when you look, there's pretty much... All the running back, all the running because Tony Pollard, I don't think, I think they, based on what they've done uh, this season, franchise tag, that didn't come too long to do. I think it's going to be, use Tony Pollard up as much as we can, um, and then we'll release him. And by that time, bear in mind, you know, Pollard's going to be coming up, he's 27 next season, coming up to 28, which is kind of, which is crazy to say, the end of a running back's, sort of uh yeah time I'm, skip
1: I'm, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because that seems to be the rec- we're seeing quite a lot of that discussion on social media where the first five years of a running yeah. back is probably the best five years you're going to get like mm-hmm. we're, we're seeing um other players in the nfl say for barclay for
2: the mm-hmm. giants
1: Josh Jacobs for the Raiders. Another one, yeah. Yeah, and and don't get me wrong, Josh Jacobs is... Dalvin great.
2: Cook as well. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Cook
1: as well, yeah. So a lot of these, like, your first, second down running backs, your star running back are basically up in the arms right now. And, mm-hmm. and we're seeing a lot now. GMs are not willing to pay the running backs the type of money that they're asking for. so yeah and as as much as it pains me to say but i don't think Pollard will come back and for next. next season i don't think i think you're like what you're th- kind of like leading on what you're saying there like with this franchise tag i think dallas will move on and yeah. look, look towards either
2: the, draft. the, the draft or or, yeah. or free agency or whatever on that like i, I I don't think they'll do free agency either, though, Paul. Because I just think it, you're, it just you're paying pe- over the odds. I,
1: it depend. It just depends who. It just depends who it is. True,
2: that is true. I mean, because you know, I'm saying that while I'll talk on the other side of my mouth and say we've got Ronald Jones this year was free agent well, acquisition.
1: Chris, just hear me out on this one, Because Look at what Philadelphia has done. Look what Kansas City has done. They've won with a running back by committee.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and you know, and, and I think. I'll, and it's proved well, very successful. Yeah, yeah. And talking of successful, and I think this is what uh, you know. The this is the beginning of a very tough period. For, but I say beginning; it's been going for a few years now. But this is like reaching the climax of the tough period for running backs. And um, it kind of because every it's a copycat league, and everybody's looking at the Chiefs, who just won the Super Bowl, and they look at. The running back by committee core that you're talking about, and they've they literally run it with shoot a sh, literally it was a shoestring budget they've got on that running back core. I think the and whole it, to, I think the whole total budget for the
1: Chiefs running back core was no more than four million dollars, something, <laughs> yeah. something, something like that, and that's for like three running backs.
2: Yeah, I know it was low. Yeah, and I you know one of them is obviously a rookie that they took it in, in the draft. So yeah, I mean. It was. A very, a And it's a copycat league. So t- I think that's why teams are trying to emulate, like, oh, so maybe we don't need to go this high. And, you know, the Cowboys have tried to shed some of that um, weight. You know, that's why Zeke is now gone. Because um, it's not... I don't think with Zeke it was a case of... I mean, some of it is about performance, but the biggest part of it was just the cost, um, which is yeah, not Zeke's yeah. fault.
1: No, it's not Zeke's fault. Not uh, like... Got his money when he really did deserve it. He did.
2: Yeah. And at running back, you know, there is no, if players or the position is short lived and, you know, the money is this low, then you go and grab that bag when you can. You you know, you really need to go and get it at that position. Yeah. No, totally.
1: Um, So in terms of the other free agents, we've also got Stephen Gilmore, Doran Mm Armstrong, Tyron Smith. Jaron Kerris, Jordan Lewis, Terrence Steele. Guys we've talked about throughout the course of this whole offseason,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like in particular likes of Terrence Steele and likes of Tyron Smith, the whole offensive line discussion.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, it's a, to me, it's a bit of a concern because Tyron Smith is now 34 years of age. Uh, Terrence Steele was 27. Mm-hmm. And Steel is coming back from, and, you, a, and you've you,
2: got Tyler Biadish as well on that. That's
1: look. right, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You've got Tyler Biadish as well, and he's twenty-seven years of age as well. He's yeah. currently on the lowest um, income right now out of those three players. Yeah, uh, but but still, yeah, it's um, it's an interesting one. Like, do we extend Steel? Like, it it's it's a really it's a really hard one.
2: Like. He's the most awkward one, I think, out of the three. Because I, I think Tyron Smith, depending how he does this year, you're probably looking at a small extent, not an extension, but they, they will offer something and see if um, Tyron wants to continue playing. If he gets injured this year, I think he's just going to be like, is this worth it? Um, yeah. For the Adish, I think he's he's been steadily climbing in terms of how he, efficient he is as a year. blocker he's yeah impro- he's improved every single season like and and you think uh, his first year he was stuck behind joe looney so he didn't really do anything
1: yeah I, and don't forget it was the 2020 season right like,
2: and that too yeah yeah
1: yeah so a lo- there was a lot of mistakes that year like don't get me wrong there was some okay parts of that season but a lot of it was quite ugly we lost that that year we we actually lost andy dalton for a little bit we had a what's his name garrett um bling gabbett playing
2: here
1: we had him <laughs> playing quarterback we had ben Denucci playing quarterback as well so yeah um but shout out to ben dinucci um, yeah yeah the yeah, so he's now at Denver now, um, but his hat business is doing fantastic. Um, oh, no, so, you're
2: seeing them everywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I need to get I need to get me one of those. I really do. Um, the True Boulevard stuff. But yeah, yeah anyway, sorry, I'm pure jumping <laughs> in have a conversation there. <laughs> um, but yes, um,
2: retiring though, <sighs> it depends get... on this year. It's all on this year, I think, for for Smith. And then they'll just send it, send out an offer and be like, yeah or no? Yeah, I think the, my
1: my my problem with Tyron is like, there's no doubt when he's on the field, we are in a much more safer spot. Mm-hmm. But how many games are we going to get out of him this year? As yeah. well? Is it worth to take the risk to bring him back? If he's willing to come back as more of a I, I hate to use this term, but as a part-time player, mm. like, but I just don't see that happening. Like, no.
2: And the crazy bit is, is, I don't see him either playing for any other team than Dallas. So if he doesn't get it, that would be the end of it. He would just go, ah, okay.
1: Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you on that. Um, and also, uh, but. Also, other players I've kind of mentioned there, Stephen Gilmore, um, he'll be a free agent next season. It's just a one-year yeah. deal. I think mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. that's in our position that it could be one of discussion for the draft next year as well. As, and also with the talk of um, Trevon Diggs, are we going to get mm. him to a new deal? Yeah. and. Uh, nah. I- out, out, of all, out of all those players that I mentioned at the start, he is the youngest out a lot, along with Malik Davis, who are who is twenty six years old,
2: and maybe the most important as well. Absolutely. To do well. So, so all and, and the
1: positions. Was, if that was one question you asked me back on the UK Cowboys, is that who would you take first? Would it be either CD Lamb or, um. Trayvon Diggs and for me it would have been Trayvon Diggs because it's so much harder to find a good cornerback where it's you true. It is a lot harder so yeah I, I just think we need to do that so um, but yeah
2: um, mm. I mean when you look at it the whole defensive back position it, it, it's looking scary in terms of what's leaving or could potentially be I mean Gilmore, as you say, one year deal. You've got so Jordan Lewis is very possible based on his contract and the Liz Frank injury. You know, it's hard to say what they want to do here. It's possible, Lewis, I would like to have him around because he is a really good corner and he's a veteran for the Cowboys, which is absolutely nuts to say. But he's one of the veteran corners for Dallas. But depending on what the Cowboys want to do, because there's not much dead cap. Uh, in con in the contract, and he is quite expensive on the cap. If they decide to move on from him, then they probably want to do it early, run later, as well as the Liz Frank. You know, you don't know what's going on there. Um, so Lewis is gone, so that's another guy. Um, and then you could, you know all right, CJ Goodwin. He's more of a special team. He's a cornerback, but he's not but, really a cornerback. <laughs> and well, he is thirty-four years old as well yeah he's up there in age so he's another guy who they could potentially move on this year yeah. um so when you look at it then and you you say well there's also Malik hooker um you've got Malik hooker and you've got um Jaron curse so there's two out of your big three safeties as well as two, well three corners if you say Gilmore Diggs uh, and Lewis yeah. you could you know you look at it and you think oof. That that's a lot moving out of the door very quickly, and there's there's depth there, but is the depth good enough, especially for what you've got to you, you're going to have to go. And the trouble the Cowboys have set themselves up for now is come negotiation time, Diggs rules the roost because he can just sit there and go, well, what are you going with next year? I I'm I'm your cornerback one if I go. Your cornerback one is Deron Bland and your cornerback two is Israel McCormick. Um, yeah. It's a scary thought.
1: Yeah, I, no, I, t- I totally agree with you. Well, what I'll do is, for <coughs> the last part of this, regards to going into training camp, I'm going to fire a quick fire questions on every player that is on this list. And it's either going to be a yes or no answer, and say yeah. does this player needs to fight for his job to earn a new contract with the Cowboys? Okay, all right. So we'll do a wee quick fire.
2: So okay. Tony Pollard, no, I think he's gone anyway, regardless. Okay, Stephen Gilmore, I'm going to say no because of his. Age, but there's a but there. There's a question mark. Yeah, Doran Armstrong. Uh, yes. He's... If he performs well enough, he could earn another contract. Yep. Tyron Smith. I can I, I say push on that one because I don't know. Giovinco moved it already in that couple of years. But they do have guys behind him that could take, so I'm going to say no, okay. tentatively. Jordan Lewis. No. Terran Steele. See, there's the injury, there's the durability issue. So let's say yes, because as long as he performs well enough, they will offer him another contract.
1: All right. Malik Cooker. Yes. Dante Fellow Jr.? Ooh, he's a
2: Dan Quinn guy. Dan Quinn, he's handy as a designated path rusher too. So let's say yes. Trayvon Dex, I think that's an easy one. Yeah, yeah, they're going to get him done, so don't worry about that one. C.J. Ridwin, Nah, I think he's done. Jonathan Hankins. Okay. I'm going to say No because they've spent a first-round pick on his replacement.
1: Yep. Uh, Schumer Eduda. <laughs> no. Ronald Jones, the second.
2: No. Trent Sig. Ooh, he could be very helpful here. So I'm going to say yes. And, it, you know, this long snapper, and you don't want to keep moving these guys. Right? So we'll say yes, because he, he's at, he's in a very helpful position. So let's just say yes. Let's just say Neville Gallimore. Yes, big time, yes. If he can prove he's decent enough to continue the role, he could get another contract.
1: Yep. Uh, next up is Rico Doddle.
2: Ooh. Let's see injuries with him. Let's say no. Uh,
1: did I mention
2: Ben Benago? Yeah, uh, no. ben yeah, no. Ben Benago.
1: Yeah, No. Okay. There's a no on him yet. Uh, Will Greer? No. Sean McEwen?
2: Oh, see, he's, a, he's handy for special teams. So let's say yes. Tyler Bayadish? Uh, they're going to get him done. They've got to. Y- yeah. You know, yeah, so let's say yes, because as long as he performs, he, he continues to show improvement um, and stays productive, they'll want to keep him. Yep and uh, Malik Davis. Mm. Oh, well, he's exclusive rights, but still, yeah, I mean, yeah, as long as he's doing... an, he-, he was impressive last year in parts where they used him, so let's say yes, and yeah. it's very and possible... Only, that he, he, has only,
1: he, has, he has 26, so he is still quite <laughs> young.
2: Yeah, so he could be a helpful guy to have, especially when there's going to be so much movement on the running back position next year.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh God. My day is terrible right now. I did mention Neville Gallimore, didn't I?
2: You did, yeah. And we put him as a big yes because it. I don't think they're going to quite give up on him yet. You know, this is the year where it's like, right, show it now. This is your last chance. Yeah. Well,
1: there you go, folks. You heard it from Mike himself. But yes, <laughs> I like, like we said, training camp is right around the corner. Get ready, Cowboys Nation. Football is back yes and finally we can actually start reporting of actual events on the field and give you more content here on blogging the boys so yes before we go mike tell us where you can uh, tell uh, where everyone can find you uh
2: yeah well on twitter through the work on blogging the boys or at kenfig cowboy both for the k
1: and you can follow me at IMP on Instagram, Twitter, and threads. But with that mm. being said, it's Dallas for ever, Philly for never. <laughs>